Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Back to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. It is 7.50 here on this Wednesday, and um, we've been talking about the most vulnerable amongst us now for for weeks. Because I think a a lot of people, and I think we can admit that we have failed many of them as um, seniors become the target of a pandemic we knew was coming yet failed to put enough safeguards to protect them from the virus, which is now just ravaging nursing homes right across this country. And Premier Ford announcing that he will uh, bulk up resources on the front lines uh, today. Does it go far enough? I don't think it might go far enough. But nonetheless, I mean, there are thousands of families in this country now having to debate whether or not, you know, do I pull my loved one out of this care to try to protect them at home. And this is something that sounds easy, but it is not. Claire Newton joins me now. Her 80-year-old dad has dementia. And you, Claire, are in fact uh, coming to a decision as to whether or not you bring your father out of uh, care. I think he's in a private private home at this point. Where's your decision-making at this point? Hi, Alex. Um, Yeah, we, it it was a really hard decision to make. we had to weigh the the pros and cons. You know, is it better for him to be at home or is it better for him to be in a long-term care home? And um, the decision was made to keep him in the long-term care home. He was based out of Oakville um, and family members are minutes away from him. But um, what it really came down to was my dad is a high-risk faller and mm-hmm. he Last year, he was in and out of the hospital often, and um, if he's at home uh, with my mom, who's not able to t- care for him, just physically not able to care for him when he falls, then he will need to go to the hospital, and we don't want him to go to the hospital, right. where being in a long-term care home, they have staff working around the clock that are medical staff, PFWs, nurses. So if he falls there, they can do an assessment on site. Or if there's, if he starts to show signs of COVID symptoms, they will assess him on site. And um, it's hard for us because um, while we know it's the safest place for him to be there, it's hard for us because we don't really know what it's doing to him mentally. Right. Um, So he's been married to my mom for over 50 years, and she would go and see him probably five to six days of the week. Um, And my sisters and I would go see him as well, and we would have our, you know, Sunday afternoon visits or whatever schedule we were on to go see him. And now we are, my mom is, um, the the home has been amazing, and they've set up FaceTime with him. Um, and she's able to do that a couple of times a week, but he has dementia, so he doesn't quite get how, you know, this little six-inch iPad works or a right. little phone, and he, he's not physically 
really, she's not there. Yeah, um, it, it's not as simple. I mean, people will say, well, you know, family's got to pull together and take your loved one home. Um, you know, only because I, I had experience with my stepfather with dementia, am I able to understand that it's not that easy? I mean, they can be very harmful to themselves. They can be harmful yeah. to others. They can wander yeah. away. There are a lot of complexities to dementia that make it very difficult, uh, if not yeah. impossible, for loved ones, um, you know, to, to make these decisions. And so it has to be just agonizing for your mom as well as, as yourselves, knowing that you understand what's going on but he does yeah, not and he never will it's, it's it's horrible like none of us want um my dad to be there it it sucks quite frankly um and it's not as easy as saying let's you know, let's call him a cab or get my mom over there and get him out of there because once he gets home we can have psws and care come into the home but they're only there for you know 10 15 minutes doing essential care Right. let's say morning, afternoon and evening. But what happens if he falls in the middle of the night? Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's um it's it's just horrible that he's there. Um and if we could take him out we would. But at the end of the day it just came down to he's got the medical staff that he needs there and uh, we just have we make the best of it. Um we we're able, he's on a he's on the main floor. He's not on the second floor, thankfully. So we can go and visit him by having him, him wheeled into uh, the group living room, and we sit on the other side of the window and we bring him his coffee and his double chocolate donut, and mm-hmm. um, we show him pictures of family members through the window. And recently, um, I brought a set of walkie talkies so he could one walkie talkie went in into the long-term care and I was on the other side of the window and I could talk to him and he could hear me and I could tell by his facial expressions that, and I could read his lips and it was just so nice to see. But every time I get in the car and drive away, I'm really upset. Like it breaks my heart that, and initially we thought this was just going to maybe blow over in after two or three, maybe even four weeks, but now it's, it's longer term and it's it's a really awful feeling not knowing that I can't get in there and see my dad. Yeah. And every day it's that you have to say goodbye every day because, you know, that's what dementia does. It robs you of everything. So you're basically saying goodbye to your loved one every single day. Um, Do you get the sense, I mean, as you're watching this unfold across the country, knowing full well that, um, you know, the elderly are just so vulnerable, um, have you been able to prepare yourself that anything could happen? Oh, <laughs> well, I'm, I think I'm just taking it day by day. And I know um, the, the reason why people can go in that are not healthcare workers. So why yeah. family members can go in is, is because their loved ones are, are quite ill and are, are maybe on their, you know, few days because of an illness that they have fortunately for us my dad is not that sick and I I think that sick but I'm not even um I don't want to even think about what could happen um because there's really nothing we can do about it if he gets COVID he gets COVID and if he survives he survives and if he doesn't he doesn't but right now he doesn't have it and so I'm just going to just 
Take those moments when you can get them. It, it is a very yeah. difficult situation. My heart breaks for you, and um, the stress is uh, is undeniable, no question about it. You as well as uh, thousands of others facing this. So, we'll keep in touch, Claire. And I, I hope this is over soon. Uh, I hope you can get back with your dad, and your mom can get back and uh, get that human connection going again. You know, touch to touch, and not window to window. Um, so, I'll keep my fingers crossed for happier Thank days. You. Thank you. Me too. Thanks. I hope to see thank you soon too. Okay. Thank, thank you, Alex. That's uh, Claire Newton sharing her story and I appreciate it. Uh, you know, she's just one of many, many voices in this absolutely impossible situation, just impossible. And you feel guilty and you feel helpless and it's not your fault, but it doesn't change a thing. It's just really painful all the way around.